Hey everybody, Totsky here. Uh, in this episode of the YMN Podcast, uh, we kind of go a little bit dark. Uh, we go a little in-depth into the depression and the, and the suicide rates of the, of the holiday season. If you're in the Fort McMurray area, and if you or anyone that you know needs some help, needs someone to talk to, kind of lift the weight off their shoulders, uh, give the SOS Crisis Line a call, 780-743-4357. These guys are trained professionals. They're there to help you out. Give them a shout. If you're not in the Fort McMurray region, just Google your town and then Google a crisis hotline. You'll find it there. They're out there. There's support groups there. If you or anyone you know needs a helping hand, these are the guys to talk to. These are the ones that will help you out. Uh, definitely check out those guys' numbers. Definitely look them up. They'll there that help you through anything. Uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, we go a little bit dark, a little bit in-depth. But hey, the message is there. Suicide is never the answer for anyone, for anything. Folks, it's it's just, just not the right thing to do. And hey, we're humans. We always want to do the right thing. Give these numbers a call if you're feeling down. If you know anyone that needs some help, give them uh, give them these numbers. And trust me, help is out there for you guys. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. And of course, I'm Totsky. And I'm Future Tito from the year 2013. Ooh. We're all dead! We're all dead. <laughs> You're Future Tito that talks into the 2012? <laughs> I was a good Catholic, so I came back as a ghost. <laughs> no, uh, happy New Year to everyone that's Yes, listening. this is the first podcast of 2012. How, how you feeling, man? It feels like we've been a while. I think it has been a while since we recorded. Well, it, I mean... The, we, Christmas, uh, the Christmas shorts changed. Yeah, how, do, how did that do, by the way? Uh, absolutely I, excellent, actually. Pinchy just texted me uh, just before you got here and was just... Like how I, drunk were you guys? Doing I was this? listening to it and it was pretty funny actually. Everyone did a really good job on it. So. It's pretty sad when well, uh, you're fucking laughing at your own podcast. And yeah, we're and just cracking up. Yeah, dude. Ashley is apparently working on uh, something for Valentine's Day. Now There's going to be more. The radio play I think was a tremendous success. I don't even care if whether anyone else liked it or not. I fucking enjoyed it. So to me, that dictates success. Uh, I was really great, actually. Um, well, let's let's take a little stroll back in the memory lane since it is our first podcast of 2012 and mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to you gave a pretty good origin story on your first blog which I fucking loved by the way which was uh, great and anyone that wants to check it out the mutagen I'm, we w- got covered by the ooze in podcasters <laughs> com slash blogs uh, you'll see some shit by me and Tito and of course now that Kyle Pinch is going to be on yeah board. I was going to ask you about that I was just like what Kyle's part of the blog now <laughs> well, no, like, well you've seen his no, I, know, I remember from the podcast yeah, yeah you've seen his email where he wanted to come involved no for sure like, for sure 
fuck, man. And he was, I, I think one of our better podcasts was with him on there because he has yeah. such like a smooth voice. He, he could be a newscaster. Yeah, he does, man. He, this is CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kyle Pinch with some smooth jazz. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, whirling he around Forbin Murray this morning. <laughs> Kyle Pinchy with the morning report. <laughs> Watch it's out between Franklin and Manny, in the Manny morning. because I just dropped my donut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hurl. <laughs> Pretty much. What is Artie Pie the sky? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Finch is our new Artie Pie. Yeah, uh, for those you'd be loving this right for now. For those of you uh not familiar, um Kyle Pinch was one of our first guests actually. He was. Yeah, and he uh he struck it out of the park. We he basically gave us a report on Kiss. Yeah. Because n- n- neither of us could on episode attend. I think it's 12 or 11. You'll see you'll see it cuz he was also on uh, with one of our B-sides. I've come to yeah. call him now that I've posted later on when I think me and you were busy. Mm-hmm. It was me him uh Amanda and Ashley for right, one, right. For one right I, I wasn't there for that one yeah, right. and, but that was his first one but I didn't air that until after because he came back on that right, right I remember yeah the, uh, but no he's up doing uh, some work up in a remote area but you know good old Canada there's those internet connections and those remote spots yeah no, so uh, he's, he's going to be doing some work for us and uh, you'll see him posting on, on our Facebook you'll see him uh, doing up some blogs well, I mean this just goes to a, like a basically um, I don't know when she's going to post it but I did do an interview with um, McMurray Music and basically talking about how you know um, this podcast has never really been about me and you and the thing is although we do promote our own stuff oh, through of it course, yeah. we've always tried to collaborate and promote other YMM, uh, oh, YMM yeah. talent yeah. and Kyle Pinch is one of those people like yeah. the guy is a genius he's funny he's yeah. smart like I, you know I'm man crushing on this guy right now <laughs> but, but no I look forward to it look forward to it and honestly if if uh, the, for our listeners or if you know people that have certain disciplines and talents please just tell them to give us an email and uh, whatnot. because um, actually I've got a for my not the ch- well depending how I edit it but right now I'm, I'm working on dinner at my place the final cut of it and then after that I'm going to be working on my next short which is tentatively titled Sludge and I've actually uh, someone from uh, the community actually mailed me because he has After Effects uh, um, uh, knowledge and uh, we're going to we're going to try to see if this we can get some of his work because so. of the fucking uh, our Interplay Film Fest and the, yeah. and the film I got, I, you know what I'm, I'm going to do a name drop right now just so that he doesn't feel that it's like fucking taking all my credit <laughs> <laughs> well um, no see this is what, and, and this, you're right and that's exactly what the podcast is all about it's all about the people of McBurry United to collaborate and this is exactly what I'd like to yeah. hear I don't have a last name but his name is Richard B so Richard B if you're listening thanks a lot for all your contributions so far and uh, hopefully we can make uh, your your talents movie integrate. magic together well movie magic <laughs> yeah exactly so that's exactly it so I mean and if like yeah you know I know I know we've been talking with uh, Kelton and uh, Eric about uh, even doing a podcast apparently together, he's so. writing a role for me this is very interesting oh, really? it's called oh. Headshots Headshots? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm just like, is this porn or what? <laughs> <laughs> Face shots. shots. I mean, headshots. <laughs> the, uh, but no, the, the, here's the offer out to, for 2012. And just, like anyone that wants to collaborate with me and Tito or Tito and I separately, whatever. Yeah. We usually come as a group, though. So like, it's if you get Tito in, <laughs> yeah, I a, get, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? Uh, email us. I, I got to finish that thought. Email us. Uh, show at ymanpodcast.com. Get some dialogue going. Tell us your ideas. Fuck, we might even have some ideas for you too that uh, that we need help. Yeah, with, and that, so. and that's exactly it. Like it, we don't you do at the same time. But remember, we come as an item. At, at the same time, <laughs> you don't have to collaborate with us, but we would like to help out. Like if we can help or you anything, in any way, yeah, fuck. just let us know. I mean, uh, even if you want us to podcast about your ideas, hell, come on the show yourself and fucking talk about your idea. Yeah, so 2012. That's the first thing we're going to try to promote more YMM stuff because we did a. Uh, I think we did a really great job of it. Uh, 2000. Uh, well, let's go back so. to the, let's go back to the very beginning. Yeah, we're awesome. 
<laughs> get it out of our system for the the anniversary. Yeah. The um. Well, it started out like you, you did a pretty good blog post. It brought a tear to my eye. It was uh, and it pretty much summed it up. It was literally the origin story, and you even said some shit that I forgot about. Well, it, 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 it I think in to summarize it all for because everyone has made that big misconception that I'm a diehard Kevin Smith fan. I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. I really like his work. I enjoyed Red State. But the diehard fan is Todd. But because of the fact that we are both both mutual fans of Kevin Smith and because he's a diehard fan, that's actually the, the beginnings, the seeds that started the idea of the podcast, right? Because the thing is, what, you know, what happens What happens to a stalker when he's reached that, uh, that next <laughs> level of stalking? Your words you he use for this is just so hurtful. <laughs> yes, emulating fucking stalker. No, no, no. It's, it, they say it's the best, it's, a, it's the most sincerest compliment. What? <laughs> you're right. I'm not going to argue with you, with your input, but just those words, just such harsh words. What that you're stalking? Emulating, him? stalking. What I like about <laughs> hi Kevin. <laughs> I'm on Spodco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that fucking time when you met me. Holy shit. Okay. The one of the things, like, yes, I'm a diehard Kevin Smith fan, but one of the things that rang into me, that stuck with me, and it will to the day I die. If you got something like what he said on his show, I can't remember what it was. Is one of his many podcasts that he actually. Does. What uh, th- this is where I might have outclassed you in terms of what uh, what we know about uh, Mr. Smith here. Let's see if I still have it. Um, when we went to the Los Angeles show, yeah. something I felt I needed to record. Let's see if it'll show up on the audio here. Man, and it doesn't matter. The trade-off for him is like maybe he ain't gonna be in every fucking multiplex in this country, but he's gonna give a shit because he's making the exact fucking film he wants to make. That's what you want in life. Make exactly what you want and understand that maybe sometimes what you want ain't gonna appeal commercially to a bunch of people. So you forego an audience, um, but you make up for it personal satisfaction. Life's all about trade-offs, and one of the trade-offs for this job is like you can say whatever you want if you're willing to let go of potential audience. Because the more you say, the less people are interested. It's a movie. People want to see shit. You know, they want to show. The show, don't tell kind of thing. So for those of us who are indie filmmakers, most of our work is so dialogue-based or idea-based and whatnot. Some people aren't really into that kind of thing. Fuck them. Do what you want, man. Because at the end of the day, be be as happy as Henry fucking Jablon, man. The dude who's like got his billboard, he's like, filmmakers, most of our work is so dialogue-based or idea-based and whatnot. Some people aren't really into that kind of thing. Fuck them. Do what you want, man. Because at the end of the day, be like happy. It'd be as happy as Henry fucking Jablon, man. The dude who's like got his billboard, and he's like, that's my movie. And I never hear a beat from him. Never cry. Never hear about him getting a fight with Bruce Willis. Nothing like that. <laughs> just, just go do your fucking thing, and, and don't let somebody kind of try to hammer and hammer that out of you, man. I mean, it's, it's it's very trite, cliche advice, and it's easy to say for somebody who's who's done it a few times and and, and gotten up been successful at it to some degree. But I, I swear to you, that's the formula. I just always fucking stay close to my voice. And anytime it started straying towards someplace else, I still try to rein it in back to me. That's all I've got to offer is me, my voice, and my perspective. So keep yours, man. And it'll take you so fucking far. So basically what he's saying is do what you want to do. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> if that's your interpretation. <laughs> well, what's your interpretation? Huh? Well, do whatever you wish if it makes you happy, but be be prepared for those consequences too. Oh, right? Absolutely, right? The uh, so okay, give me your interpretation of that because that's going to lead into my fucking. Well, I mean, um, ba- well, basically, I recorded it just because I th- I thought it was uh, I thought he was going to go into because I've I've heard it before I've heard him talk about because I think this was after his big Sundance thing. 
where I think that's what it was, right? That after, was in LA when we went. That was the Los Angeles screening, so that would have been after. Yeah, it would have been after. He, right, he did so his it was April. Right, yeah, yeah. So he did a, a similar spiel, but essentially, um, uh, yeah, basically talking about how you know it's like do what if, if you if you want to do something, do it right. Yeah, but also be prepared for the consequences of those actions, whether those be positive or negative, right? Yeah. And you know, you you might narrow your audience. But at least you're doing what you want, and that's the thing. That's that's the the trade off. Are you happy with what you're doing, right? Yeah. Well, and that's it's it's interesting that you you play that because you never the- know. Like you know, sometimes it it might surprise you that what you might think might narrow your audience might expand it, right? But anyway, well, like the way that we handle this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. how many times have people said you guys swear too much? Mm-hmm. How many times have people said you guys run too long? You guys should do this. You guys should do that. You guys should do this. And how many times have we both been like, no, 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 like. What we do here is what we enjoy doing. Well, the thing is, uh, truthfully, the, the the whole thing on the swearing. Although, like, what I would what what I've always kind of pressed on you is the fact that like, uh, communicate your c- communicate what you're trying to say properly, right? Like that that's always been what I've harped on because like, uh, sometimes you sound like an idiot on Twitter. But, no offense, but you do. But um, the, the but the thing is, yeah, I think there's many people that for, would agree with you. Well, there's a lot of people that sound like idiots on Twitter. I've <laughs> sounded like an idiot on Twitter, right? It's Twitter. But anyway, the point is, um, when uh, when you're if we're doing a podcast, we should be able to be candid. Why? Because if we weren't being candid and we were being PG. We'd be doing radio, and the thing is, we if we wanted to do radio, we'd go through the path of doing radio, right? Granted, this is kind of a path of least resistance, but the thing is, like, I mean, well, I think Steve Steve uh, Steve Reeve, who was on the show earlier, kind of said it really well, where he, you know, the the first words he said were "fuck" on, yeah. on the podcast because he's limited. He's like, I have to say it. I have to say it. Yeah, no, and that's yeah. a very valid point. Like, as much as I agree, like, I agree with what you're saying, and it's just. The way that I talk and the way how I – this is how I am in real life. Like how yeah. I am here, how you're listening to me now is how I am sitting there having a beer with you, watching the game. It's how I just express myself. Be yeah, it right, the, be it wrong, I'm sure wrong it's very that. wrong. And everyone's just like, well, what do you feel if Kingston would say the same thing to you? I probably wash my mouth with soap because I'm more of – like my dad did the same thing to me. I, it, once we have once he's 15 or 16 in his later teens, he's going to talk just like me. And that's just the way he's going to be growing up. Outcast him now if you're against that because it's just the way it's it's gonna be it's, it's how it works. But like I've said this before in one of the interviews with one of the newspapers, I can't remember which one it is right now. But they're like, well, how close do you keep track of your stats and and your and people who listen? Like honestly, like I do check it. Like I see how many people hit play on that podcast, but I'm sure 90 percent of them is probably me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like frankly i could give a shit like i'm not saying our numbers are huge they're not by no means but even if i just see one person playing the podcast i'm gonna keep doing it hopefully you're gonna be with right there with me as well because i just quite simply enjoy what we're doing here right now yeah whether or not people enjoy the show i i I like people to enjoy the show i like people to to enjoy an insight to actually i what i really enjoy is people commenting back Mm. on things that we say oh Todd you're full of shit and here's the reasons why well right on I've, I've, I've sparked in, I've engaged someone with a discussion right mm. but quite frankly I just enjoy sitting here talking with my friend about I fucking like, bullshit uh, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy more the, the fact that we're networking with more people I used to be kind of not that guy but like I think it's well I mean the whole mandate the whole reason I agreed to it is because I wanted to become a better public speaker and I think yeah. it's, it's working right so 
Well, like I said, Tino's blog kind of gave the origin story. We started this in February pretty much out of uh, conversations that we've had about Kevin Smith. And like I said, Tito just played a great quote by him. Uh, the guy, if you have something to say, say it. It's one thing that sticks out. He says, and say it by any means, like through Twitter, through fucking Facebook. And yeah, I thought about having doing a podcast. Just You call it emulating, and that's exactly what it is. I don't like the term, but and essentially that's exactly what it is. Right? <laughs> that's not what Kevin Smith would call it. <laughs> It is. If you have something to say, go ahead and say it. Like, and and that's essentially what I like doing with this podcast. Um, we started out in what was it? It was February, but I think by the time, actually, I want to give credits to to the one man that like me and you do the show, but this one guy in particular got us off the ground, and I credit like ninety percent of our success to him, Jesse Nash. Literally. We did the show. I hung it up on fucking what was it? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. And just kind of posted a link. And literally, I'll never forget. It was an email that he sent to you mm-hmm. with the words, "A gift." I bought ymmpodcast dot com and fromamariapodcast dot com for you guys. Well, he th- he then went on and set it up. Actually, absolutely. So. But like, it was just that particular email because he gave us the option. He's like, "Do you guys want to set it up?" Yeah. So Jesse, out of all the things that I'm sure that people talk about me and just like, oh, fucking Todd's just a big full of hot air dude from the bottom of my heart thank you very much because you're the one that started this you got the website going for us our emails the whole nine yards to be honest if it wasn't for you we'd probably still be on some well, I mean, bullshit I, soundcloud or well, fucking I, I rocking something on, uh, I, I also mentioned in the blog post but I mean uh, Jesse Nash has also helped out with uh, the people that touch your food oh, yes. he, he did their website design the guy is he's 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 uh, a lot more talented he's probably like what the fuck <laughs> what are oh, you guys talking fuck about him. he's a lot more talented than you give himself credit for he and is a very talented photographer he doesn't and, like I mean, this too bad dude uh, I mean, thank you interesting <laughs> he picks up on things very very quickly I mean uh, his brother Carrie, uh, Carrie Nash who also has a podcast which has just restarted for 2012 uh, The Lonely Photographers yep. so if you guys want to listen to a really good podcast about photography and learn a thing or two because this guy is talented him and uh, his partner uh, uh, that do the podcast yep. they're very very talented photographers I mean these are guys that you know I look up to if I if I were to emulate I'd be emulating these guys right mm. um, but yeah Jesse Nash same style but his own unique twist on it but he picks up on things so quickly so and the thing is you know you, you give credit where credit is due and I think like Jesse doesn't like to be that guy in the limelight, but you know he rightfully deserves to be. I'll give right? it. He's so. going to be in the limelight just for this moment because, like I said, I, I'll never forget because you're the one that I think you were here for some reason, and he sent you the email. I just remember you reading that out to me, and he literally is a gift. I bought you guys these two uh, URL, uh, URL the domains. URLs, domains, whatever. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it wasn't until that point where we we're like, let's let's set this up, let's go through iTunes, let's fucking let's do it, and here we go, here we are, like almost a year later, and it's just. Like to me, it was absolutely skyrocketing. Like I said, what you what you dictate success with, I don't know. Like whether it's listenership, to me, it's whether or not I enjoy myself. And fuck, this is I've been an absolute dream of mine for the last year, especially for some really fucking dark times that happened too. Right, so. Right, right, and I guess that's your your transition into your holidays. I guess so. Well, the holidays was just the fucking oh, capital. We'll, 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 right? we'll start with you, your holidays, and then we'll end with mine. That way, it'll be, <laughs> I'm be more, as depressing. A more positive note. Yeah. Well, no, you got, you got you got visited by three spirits, or what? <laughs> the, the fucking three spirits, man. But there was no fucking happy ending here. It all started like I had to work. I've worked every fucking Christmas now ever since Kingston was born, and this year was the only time it was really playing on me. I think now it's just for the fact that like I have conversations with him, I talk to him, he knows what's going on, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So he's cognizant. Yeah, is that what the term is? <laughs> yeah, he's aware of things, yes. Well, isn't all humans aware of things? 
I don't think a one-year-old is aware of what's going on. They kind of just seem like a big sponge. Fair enough. They throw at things or throw knowledge at. Oh, yeah, fair Not enough. books, literally. Anyway. <laughs> fair enough. The uh, So this year, like, he kind of knew, like, what was going on, what was happening. So I was scheduled to work. Of course, it's right in the middle of my, my seven-day shift. And, of course, uh, mutuals that I took throughout the year, everyone wants to get paid back around Christmas time. So I worked substantially more than what I was supposed to, like four shifts more. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, going into the holiday season, not in a good mood. The uh, <laughs> what kicked it off was, and this is the part where I'm going to decide whether I got. Well, there's a lot of uh, just a lot of stuff that I'm going to say right now that I got to decide whether or not I'm going to air it or not. But okay. I, I need to vent, so sit sit, uh, sit in. You want something to drink? Some need? Anything like that? No, I'm good. <laughs> no. The um, it was start. So already going in, having to work fucking more than what I have to. So I'm already in a shitty mood, but it's not too bad. So the first inform the first uh, milestone of this holiday season is going to be uh, meeting up with a chick that I've been talking to for the last couple months. So hit it off. We met up in uh, October. We hit it off great. Kind of, it's one of those things where we're t- literally talking every day, be it text, phone, something like that, v- progressing a relationship very well. Okay. So I thought, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, go on. I'm okay. soliciting. Uh, no, just you gave that eye roll, right? The uh, so. I'm, one of my bright spots is about two days into my shift, she was going to come over, so I thought, right on. Mm-hmm. Either I'm going to nail something down here, whether it be getting laid, whether it be fucking just hanging out with her, whether it be solidifying a fucking relationship, something, right? right. Total fucking strikeout. Like, the worst, man. Like, it, I, I, to me, I, I found out after once we started talking that I finally got a staple on, on the situation. But at the time, like, that night, I was playing shit fucking smooth. Like, I had fucking got a little gift for her, got an iPod, an iPod and you might find this funny, is cause she always said she didn't have a, a means to listen to the show. Yeah. So I bought her an iPod, just one of those, like, the iPod Nanos. Mm. And I uploaded the Wyman podcast on <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go no, on. no, 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 <laughs> dude. Same fucking shit. I, I know it's it's pretty pathetic now that I think about it. But at the time, I thought I was doing good. Uh, like I said, we've been talking for a full two months, and I thought for sure I, we were progressing a, a fucking potential relationship. Right? Anyone that talks to someone literally every day for two months, I, I think there's there's something there. There's got to be some kind of talk to my brother there. every day. <laughs> oh, shut up! You know what I'm talking about. And, right, it's, yeah. and it's, it's it's an in depth conversation, not like oh hi, how you doing? It's fucking in-depth about shit. <laughs> I want you inside me. <laughs> I don't think I've fucking misread the... Con- I don't think I... I must have, but I don't think I misread the, misread the relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, <clears throat> I got her the iPod right on, and I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw all my cards on the table, right? Mm. So I got her a group of flowers, too, a, a dozen roses. Uh, had the place fucking spotless. I think I showed up for work late because I was trying to clean up this place that morning, like just fucking ready to go, right? Got her favorite uh, wine, got just, just, just total smooth, right? And she came over, we had a couple drinks. We're just, uh, shit was hitting, I thought for sure. I'm like, yes, this is going great. Good conversation, we're having a few drinks, getting a bit buzzed, you know what I mean? Thought, fucking thought for sure we're going, we're going good. So then I pulled out the iPad, or the iPod. And uh, I gave her that, and she was like, "Oh well, I didn't get you anything." And like I said, trying to play it smooth, it's like, "Well, all you, all I want from you is a kiss." So we fucking made out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Got a, and like I said, I thought for sure I'm fucking I'm in. This is it. This I got it. I, I got it nailed. 
So we're watching, uh, I think, fuck, what was some movie? I can't even remember the movie now. And uh, we're just kind of cuddling on the couch, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to haul out the flower. I'm going to seal this fucking deal, like, with, with in stone right now. So I brought out one flower, one rose. And I was just like, oh, I also got you a flower. Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. No one's ever gave me flowers before. How can fucking a 20-some-odd-year-old girl never have flowers before? I think that's bullshit, but whatever. She fed me the line. <laughs> and I was just like, for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just recalling all this in my head now, and I'm just like, it sounds so fucking stupid. But at the time, I'm I'm like, this is great, right? And uh, so I got one fucking, she, I got her one flower, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I got something perfect for that one fucking flower, and I brought up the rest of them. And shit just went fucking south from there. She clammed up, pretty much stopped talking. I think we forced a fucking conversation. Uh, something we proceeded the night. Like I said, it was it was clammed up from that point, and it just went fucking south, where. She didn't want to stay here anymore. She wanted to go home. She's like, oh, I'm going to go home my own bed. And it was like very mm-hmm. forceful, no touching, no fucking mm-hmm, movements mm-hmm. anymore. And then she went. Boggled my fucking mind. Absolutely gone. No idea what the hell happened there, right? Mm-hmm. So now this leads me into day, I think, three of mm-hmm. the, of working the holidays where I have, now, I have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. right? So I'm curious as shit. That same day, my internet goes down up here. Fucking mm-hmm. wireless just collapse. So trying to get fucking Shaw dealing with them. I don't know how you got through with them on Christmas Day. I couldn't. Uh, I put me in a queue and they had to call me back. Fuck. Well, I, I think I got through them once, but they're like, "Oh, we need you at the modem to troubleshoot it, right?" So I got people downstairs. No internet in the house. Everyone's all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Nothing's working, right? Great. Got no Xbox. No nothing like that. So that was day two or whatever. That was the next day after. I this need incident. to see porn. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I. Decide to do some work. Uh, I go because it's funny because all this is happening while I'm supposed to be working, but it's the holidays and nothing's going on. So I bring my uh, external hard drive and I was trying to sort some files out because I remember I mm-hmm. had everything logged on my my computer and I wanted just to sort them out. Brought it to work. So I brought it to work, and the fucking like talk about stupidity, man. Like the court, it's a powered uh, external hard drive, mm-hmm. right? Where I got to plug it into the wall. Yep. So I'm trying to plug it into the wall. It's sitting on the very edge of my desk. And it's like fucking it, like tight as shit going to the wall, like where it's like three feet off the ground. And in my head, I'm like, "This is all right. This is cool. I, I'll just step over it. I'll be ginger every time I need to go through it. Whatever. I'm I'm getting time done to sort my files out." So about the third or fourth time, I tried to hop over that thing. Fucking nailed it. Boom! Hit the ground. Hard drive crapped out. And I have everything on here. All our fucking podcast master files. All my pictures since like fucking 04. Uh, just uh, all my music videos. Like I don't even care about that stuff. It's the pictures and the podcast master mm-hmm. files. Everything is on this fucking hard drive. Craps out. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So that was horrible. This is, that was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve comes. I pick up Kingston because I want to spend some time with Kingston on Christmas Eve. We go around. We do some Christmassy stuff with some family. Everything's fun. I'm you know it's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Time comes for me to drop him off. Like he's already cranky because it's like ten thirty at night. Right. So he's he's doing he's cranky. He's doing the old oh I hate daddy fucking routine right because mm-hmm. I'm the bad guy and all the stuff that means nothing right. But it's just playing on my fucking. It's just mm-hmm. adding to my shitty fucking couple days and just goes into fucking I drop him off at uh, his mother's house and it's just she's crying and bawling oh I never want to see daddy again blah 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 fuck right mm-hmm. so great uh, we end up missing a friend of mine uh, because it was really late and he started acting like that so now she's ragging on me about not seeing her for fucking Christmas right mm-hmm. more shit and just like this is just fucking grand which leads into so Christmas day goes by uh, just miserable time, fucking at work Christmas Day. Everyone's all pissed off. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 
just not a very good time. Mm-hmm. Leads into Boxing Day, which I still haven't heard back from this chick. Devin Mackinon still don't got no hard drive, still no fucking internet at, at home, still just Kingston still like just holiday blues, still pissed off. I get a call from the ex saying that she just got into a domestic dispute and now child services is involved with her boyfriend. Right. That just capped it off right there, man. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to deal with fucking these two. And li- quite literally, like, I finally I managed to get time off work to go deal with this, which sucks because that puts you in a bad situation for your job. Yep. Because, yep. like, fuck, now I got to take time off one work to go deal with some bullshit that shouldn't be happening, right? Mm-hmm. So thank God nothing happened to Kingston. Nothing did happen to him or will happen to him. But important like the important thing is it did at the time like there was child services and RCMP involved and shit right. until I pulled them out of there right and it just plays on the fucking mind so that link that came into what the 27th and at that point I just checked out of work so a couple of days go by after the holidays and I finally actually get so I wanted to find out I was like I need to know what happened that night I need, mm-hmm. I need to know like is it off is it on fucking mm-hmm. I need something some kind of solid movement that so then I finally had the goal to ask what happened that night mm-hmm. We talked about some shit, and then finally she uh, she said, oh, she just wants to be friends. And I said, oh, I can't. I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much Right, because that was your mandate a little while ago, too, right? Because yeah. you were like, friend zone, cut off. Yeah, I always try to get out of that friend zone. Turns out now that, uh, <laughs> based on my detective work uh, off of creeping on her Facebook page, <laughs> uh, she's seeing another guy. Ah. So why she didn't mention that? Or ah, it, soul. It, it, it seems like she is anyway, right? This guy, like, there's pictures of them together. <laughs> so like that was that was Just what grab your monitor. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> that was what the 28th. I haven't spoke to her since. Nor do I plan on fucking talking to her ever again. Like not out of spite or something like that. Like if I do chant to air this, like I, I, it's not out of spite at all. I'll actually give her credit for telling me. She's like, no, we mm-hmm. will never move past the friend zone because a lot of chicks wouldn't do that. And it would probably, I would end up being strung along until I finally clued in, probably months down the road, that this was going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll give her props for actually coming up to, coming up and telling me straight off the bat. But then we started getting into it a little bit. She's like, well, why can't you be friends? And I'm like, it just doesn't. I'll Fuck go, you, that's <laughs> I'm going to go on record fucking right now that says any guy, and I mean, you might have something to say about this, any guy that's friends with a girl, I don't think will work if the two of them are single. I really don't. If the two of them are single, exactly. If uh, there's people that are like, "Well, I have tons of fucking." Well, there's friends. there's a lot of chances for understandings if they're both single, right? Mm. And I think that uh, that goes into yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. Um, but like, so so this was all like I don't know. It might have sound worse in my head. It might have exp- I might have experienced no, a lot worse bad. than what I sound. <laughs> it was one of the most miserable Christmases I ever had. And apparently, suicides were pretty high this year. Mm. In regards to down, I think they had like six or seven just sitting over like wow. a three day sp- uh, three day span, which is like they always expect some during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm just like, I-, I will put up my experience over the holiday season with anyone about mm. how shitty it was. Like, knock on wood, I didn't have any. Some people, some people have attempted to kill themselves over less. Uh, yeah, like I'll I'll take I'll I'll take my experiences up to anyone and and put it up against anyone's experiences. And not once have I fucking thought about suicide. I thought about murder. <laughs> but I not once thought about fucking suicide. So, like, just goes to show you, I might not have explained it very well, kids, or anyone that's listening out there, or if it does fucking make it to air. But often yourself is never the fucking answer, especially if it's over a fucking chick. Well, the worst part is uh, that tends to be the easy way out. And, and you uh, know it's over a fucking girl, too. She's like, oh, I'll show her. She'll feel bad when I do this. Well, it's, it's the most, it's, it's the easiest, most selfish thing you can do because you're not considering anyone else and you're not thinking about the bigger picture because yeah. even though you think that one person hates you or that one person whatever, 
there's so many other people that care and depend on you, right? Yeah. And that's just selfish if someone would even – even to consider it is really selfish. Yeah. Because what, what are you solving outside of your own problems, right? Yeah. You're not solving anything. That's true. You're, yeah. If anything, you're adding it's giving more up, issues. It's giving to up, and you're else. and you're you're transferring you're transferring all those issues and problems to everyone else in your life. The, and what? Um, and how does that fix anything? Well, no, and that's uh, you're 100 percent fucking right. And like I said, I don't want to go too too dark with this whole fucking podcast. And like I said, I might not have explained my shitty fucking holidays as proper, but it was it was an absolute miserable fucking time for me. Well, and just talking about this whole fucking suicide things with everyone else in town, I'm just like mm-hmm. fucking. I had a really shitty time, and not once. Did has ever crossed my mind mm-hmm. to me and and possibly because i do have an outlet with this podcast i'm venting right now mm-hmm. i vented before i'm not gonna lie to you i fucking sat and recorded an hour podcast by myself talking about this shit oh really it'll probably never make it to fucking air and to be honest i <laughs> may or may not have fucking deleted it when it after it happened mm-hmm. but listen if event if, if this is what fucking saves me from from the difference between having a fucking just a shitty weekend to off to th- thinking about offing myself. Mm-hmm. If this changes anyone else's mind, fucking come on the YMN podcast and feel free to vent about anything you fucking want, guy. <laughs> you want suicidal people to come on the podcast? <laughs> <now>? <laughs> Come on, that would that I not want be, you to kill me? Would not be would that not be entertaining? Fucking the podcast? Uh, that'd be creepy. Um, well, no, they're not talking about. Well, I, I know people that have been uh, that have uh, worked actually for suicide prevention uh, lines and whatnot. And uh, yeah, it's it's never as bad as people think it is. It's, the thing is, you're so caught up in what's going on that you feel that it's the end of the world or that you have no other options yeah. and such. But it's never the case. It's never the case. No, all you need no. is perspective. And the thing is. Um, uh, what I want to go is everything that just happened uh, to you. I mean, um, I'm not I'm not religious. I'm not like you know like the thing is I'm probably the worst Catholic ever. But the thing is, um, um, I do believe that um, the stuff that happens to us, it's not it has nothing to do with it's your turn or it's bad luck or you know just happenstance or you were destined because you have bad karma going for you. I mean, that's a way that we rationalize it. Yeah. But honestly. That's not that sh- the stuff that happens to you, especially the bad stuff that happens to you. Um, it's not what happens to you that makes who you are. It's how you deal with it, yeah. and and that defines character, right? And uh, you know all the good, the, and that's the whole thing. Like the good things in your life come out of hard work and such, but the bad things in your life happen regardless. Yeah. It, sometimes we have While complete doing control. That hard work, sometimes yeah. sometimes we put ourselves in those situations. Other times it can be completely random. But the thing is, it's how you deal with those situations is what defines you as a person. And well, I mean, Batman Begins, right? <laughs> it's not who I am, but what I do that it's, defines. Well, it defines me. I've, yeah, but, I've said that several times. But it, but it's it's very true. Um, but the thing is, it's all in how you deal with it, which will determine how how you move forward from this, right? Yeah. So what? It, it, so what do you do if you avoided the situation entirely? You didn't learn anything, and yeah. you're just doomed to repeat the cycle. And maybe that's what karma is, right? Yeah. Being being doing the same thing until you get it right, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, but uh, you know, if you grow from it, you know you transubstantiated in a way well religious term but um, you, you you know you, you overcome it and you be you know you go through the, that little milestone that makes you that much better of a person right yeah. and maybe you know some of us live our entire lives with regret right with yeah. uh, you know and, like anyone that I got into a fight with over Kingston mm-hmm. like no one seen no one tends to see my side of it which which I'm not pissed off at I'm not like oh fuck you're not in the situation you don't know the difference no no like I like taking I like opinions if someone throw an opinion at me I'll take it for, for I'll think about it I'll consider it right mm-hmm. but no one seems to be on the wavelength that I am which which makes me believe am I on the right one or not right where the where the fact is like they're 
maybe they're also seeing, of course, they're only relying on what I communicate to them in regards to what happens. So maybe I'm not communicating it properly. Because right now, he's getting the best of an incredibly situation, of an incredibly shitty, difficult situation. Difficult situation where obviously the best being me and her stay, me and her together, you have a normal mom and dad family, mm-hmm. right? Well, He's there's people, there's people that, that are right? together and miserable to, with each other and which is, suffer. And that's where I drew the line when, when we mm-hmm. split up. It's not me. Like, I'm not going to say I fucking left and just like, oh, fuck you. It was definitely a mutual, as mutual as mutual can get, right? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't working. Well, what I would say, Todd, is, I mean, obviously I'm not a psychologist or anything, but the thing is, yeah, I mean, it, it, the the good and unfortunate thing about the situation is there's no right or wrong answer. You're never going to be hundred percent right. You're never going to be hundred percent wrong. The people that whose opinions you're, you're, you're listening to, or, you know, like your parents, everyone's, everyone's opinions come from of concern or uh, because they care about you. And so the idea is their best interests are there. How you take it is completely up to you. Right. And how you communicate back to them is completely up to them, how they interpret that information. Right. So, You're never going to be 100% with anyone. Like, finding that 100% sync with someone, very fucking rare. Very rare. Like, I mean, if anything, probably your children when they're very young. Mm. But even then, they grow up uh, and become their own people. I've always said, like, the only person that I'll ever have to answer to in regards to my decisions with Kingston and... Yeah. Is Kingston when he's older, and he's it's a the monumental only one responsibility that I will ever have to fucking explain yeah. myself to, and and to try to get a proper feedback back to him, right? And <laughs> it's like you don't understand Kingston, well, no, go, like, go podcast in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's trust me, there's a few fucking USB sticks with Kingston's name on them that uh, that he'll be listening to when he's older. Oh, that's good. So, that's really good. And like I said, and like the message I've been, I was trying to display, or maybe trying Just to display the two of us. Well, no, like <laughs> having an outlet be it a podcast and whether you air something to the public listen to or not mm-hmm. it is is to me relevant is the fact that of getting your thoughts out well we all have we all have our outlets right i mean yeah. the time was people uh fathers used to write memoirs for their sons Fair, and stuff, right you've got too. your own you're yeah. doing your own thing right yeah i mean not being a father i wouldn't know what that's like well i'm talking about anything yeah. like just in general like going back to the suicide. your legacy <laughs> well, no just going back to the fucking suicide thing like like to me if if this is the difference of me fucking thinking about checking out and to me staying alive like mm-hmm. there's no fucking question you know what i mean like well, the thing is you're and in all honesty i mean i'm not saying that you know it's the easiest thing to avoid but the thing is um, and, and this could be a good or a bad thing, but you haven't hit that point yet. So obviously, all the stress that has happened to you hasn't taken you to that point where you'd consider something that drastic. Yeah. So you, you know, and you consider yourself an optimist. So as such, as an optimist, that does that is the furthest thing from your mind, right? I but consider that myself an optimist. Huh? You've always said you're very positive. You always look at the bright side. Really? I find myself yeah. a realist. Like, I look at the realistic part of it. Since when? You're like, oh, I'm always, you know, it's like I, you're always looking at the bright side of things, right? Like you said, uh, you don't consider um, when you say uh, what-if scenarios, right? You don't consider what-if scenarios because you're always looking at the positive, successful scenario, right? Fair enough. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, as such, I mean, that's the furthest thing from your mind. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean it will never cross your mind. It's true. But the thing is, like I said, it's it, it, it's how you deal with that when yep. you come to that impasse is what's going to define you as a person. And the fact that you, that you've gone through so much and not have, and not seen that as an option or even in the realm of possibilities mm. just goes to show how much you can actually deal with. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, going back to religions, people get tested, right? Yeah. And that's, that's all on you. That's all on how well, you no, everyone, it. like the, every man, every person has a breaking point. Yeah, and you're right. Maybe I just haven't hit mine. And the, and the thing is, and the thing is, whether we go into a circumstance or or we put ourselves in a situation, I mean, we all make mistakes, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, 
do we learn from these mistakes? Do we not learn from these mistakes, right? Yeah. Uh, in talking with her afterwards, one of the things I've learned that I think may have fucked myself with her is being so open. Having literally, like, my, uh, do I call it life on display? Maybe not so much, but maybe being open to what's going on with me in my life. Not just on mm-hmm. a podcast, but maybe just in general, too. So, like I was saying, in regards to, uh, you said two months, right? Two months that you guys were kind of, like, building on what this yes. is leading to. October. Yeah. At any point before... Before before the whole thing that happened around Christmas, where did you guys ever talk about dating? What do you mean by like like actually brought it's like hey we should date or no maybe that's the problem because the thing is like it's you know what uh, like it's pro- you know it's like lessons you learn right it's uh it's pretty important to make that clear at the get go because the thing is if she's guessing and you're guessing. That 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 it causes like there's like an interest meter and yeah. that interest meter starts depleting because the thing is you start looking for other options. Yeah. If she was interested and she, maybe she didn't get that right off the bat that you were interested, maybe that would have would have curbed her interest. Or if she was never interested to begin with, you could have known early on and not wasted so much time. No, and I agree. Good point. I, we may have not have said the words, but I like to feel. I like to think that I make my intentions painfully clear to anyone I involve myself with. You know what I mean? Well, the, the thing is, maybe for That's your right. standard, maybe maybe for she's for used theirs. to someone being like, "Give me again those pants." <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have been more strong. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, no, and, and that's a very valid point, yeah. right? And that's definitely something I'm gonna I'm gonna take away from this one, um, because and and like I said, I give her all the credit in the world where she actually said, "No, uh, we will not be more than friends." Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back too because yeah. she's probably one of the first ones out of very few. So is that I'm two months? Like, That's probably a new record though. Like sooner rather than later, right? What do you mean by oh, like in terms of like leading along for a long time, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, I know myself. Like, like I even told her, I said, "Young Totsky, when she when when she was just like, oh, well, you should really learn to try to be friends with someone." And I was like, to be honest with you, a younger Totsky, a Totsky of five years ago would have been fucking all over it in my dumb fucking state of thinking that I can make something out of a friendship. Which I think we all know is very few and far between. Well, that's that's the romantic movie, right? Like, and it's interesting because women are fed the same thing in like yeah. in in movies where it's like, oh, the friend that becomes. And interesting enough, it, it's never the case in those movies. Like, if you watch a John Hughes movie, the friend never gets a girl. No, it's you know, it's always the jock or like the yeah. alpha, right? Yeah. So, well, no, and, and I know I know myself pretty fucking well too. Where where I would probably do my life more harm going on that lead. Mm-hmm. Then, then good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I'm all for a fucking ride. I'm all for an adventure. I'm just not. I, I got friends. Yeah. I got lots of friends. Well, I don't a, want another. But friend. here's the, here's the interesting thing though. Is like if you meet that person with that right connection, yeah, it, it, you become friends. You like. But that's on, the thing. Uh, that, How do you know when the connection is huh? reciprocated? That's the thing, right? You might feel a connection. Well, I, like I, I think like I mean, my personal opinion is like there's got to be that initial attraction, right? So yeah. you've got to you've got to both acknowledge and act on that. Like not you know, it's like don't sleep with each other right away. But like <laughs> I mean, if, if if it feels right, go with that. Yeah. And depending on the person and whatnot, yeah. obviously be safe about it, etc. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, um, if that connect, you need that initial connection. What's going to keep you guys together is whether or not everything else is there, right? This is interesting. I want to segue into something else before we talk about your holidays too because what you just said is uh 
what was it? I, I did some vague fucking status on Facebook. I'm sure that related to something that uh, that happened during that the holiday mm. session. So someone texted me and was just like, "Oh, what happened? Why are you down?" I just gave her like a fucking Reader's Digest version, mm. and it's funny because they said that initial traction because she was just like, she's being very vague and she's like, "You know what? Maybe you should try fucking dropping a few pounds," which is what's going to lead into what ah. I've been planning, right? And I was <laughs> like, "You call me fat?" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've always been one. Like I said, and, and you've you've seen the arguments of the, we talked about it before, maybe on one of the B sides that I'll release eventually that we talked about during like the initial traction like to me I've always you gotta fall you gotta fall for the fucking the guy not how he looks you know what I mean like or fall for the girl not how they look like to me uh, maybe this is that's true you do but maybe this is a fucking fat guy yeah. Trying, trying to rationalize, <laughs> which is exactly. What oh, it you is. see, you, oh, I see your it, method, methodology of thinking. But right? you know what yeah. I mean. Like I always try to get people generally interested in what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Thus, me starting a podcast, trying to get mm-hmm. laid. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, it, but no, like, I've always tried. Like, be, like I said, this is coming from a guy that's always been fatter, mm-hmm. always been a bigger guy. I've always tried to degenerate an attraction based on what I do. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to win on the looks point of view, and as like I said, this, I'm not saying that out of depression. I'm just well, you're saying playing that out of your general- strengths, right? But that yes, there we go. But that doesn't okay. Here's the thing: um, we're we're initential attraction doesn't necessarily have to mean physical looks. It mm. just has to mean that initial and connection. Where it means saying. like this is someone that it, it you know it's like fucking um, interest me where I want to blow the fucking shit out of. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but no. That's what I've always said. Like, I, I, I really don't. Yeah, but think- you need to play that strongly at first. I can't just be like, "Oh, does she like me? Does she like me?" You find on, honestly, you have to, you have to find that out first. Otherwise, you get in this this weird fucking confusing zone, right? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's what high school's for. It's for figuring out that shit, yeah. and even college to an extent, figuring yeah. out exactly how this shit works. And you know what? I, I, honestly, that's what life is about. Really, yeah. if you think about it, I'm sure there's people in their 40s and 50s that are just like, "I wonder if she likes me." <laughs> <laughs> And then, <laughs> does she like Amos and Andy too? I don't know. Do you want to watch Matlock? No, that's no, that's a very good yeah, murder. She wrote on. Yeah, come cuddle. The that's uh, always it's, and that's a valid point, right? So, for some people, it's easier than others. Some people actually generate that there, where they're like you. But you've all you see it where there's people that like they can generate that initial interest, but they can't keep someone. Yeah, because after the initial interest, what's left to that person, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, and, and uh, you know that can be either physical or psychological. It all depends on what that person's looking for and what you're looking for, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, no, and that's definitely something I'm going to take out of it too. So basically, any chick that I want to talk to, I'm going to just be like, "Hey, you want to fuck?" And we'll go from there. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you want to present yourself? You you have to basically, you know, you don't want to be blunt about no, it, but no, you, no. You, you, I mean, you, maybe you do. Maybe that's you. But you, the you thing still got to be smooth, man. You still got to be the smooth, respectful. But you, you still need to go. communicate it. And it can't just be like, oh, look, oh, she smiled at me or, oh, we held hands or whatever. You have to, it has to be put on front street. Yeah. Like, however that. No, fucking valid point, man. Yeah. And you know what? Some, you know, and that's the whole thing. Like, someone, some people may sleep with each other and one person might walk away from that and say, this was nothing, while the other person will be like, this was. Oh my you god, know, she w- loves me. Well, there you yeah. go, right? And it's the same as like that same look thing. Like it yeah. all depends on that that person, right? And it's important that you know that's why you get to know these people uh, after that initial attraction, right? Yeah. If you're attracted to someone, you have to let them know if you want something with that person because there's there's attractive people that you're like, well, you know, that person's trouble, right? Yeah. So, like I said, I don't think that. Re- that excellent statement. I don't think it relevance to my case. I think I've made myself very fucking clear, and maybe I haven't. Uh, it's just after the fact that I think she. There's always that factor too, where she just didn't dig me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, oh, Todd sees the great friend, but I really want to go out with this fucking yeah. other guy that she's seeing now. Which oddly enough, his name is Mario. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. Okay. Film fear. That's all I was getting at. Oh, oh, Mar- oh, gotcha. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> but um, psh. anyway. 
the uh, so yeah, like it, it, it. Sometimes it just shit doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just a guy that you can't you can't be hung up on it either. No, because the thing is, like that's you know that 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 creates baggage and, and you don't that'll want that fucking shit drag you at that'll drag your ass down right yeah and uh it'll make you basically social cripple to an extent too right <laughs> no it, like it, it's i i know people that that's happened to where mm. like you know so much rejection has just made them completely socially crippled to try to be, being anything more than a friend just because they're yeah. they, they they feel that they're gonna get blocked right away right so yeah thing is like as a guy even as girls like i mean it's you know we live in an age where we're, we're we don't we're not all hung up on the gender roles right the thing mm. is like, if you like someone you know i guess that's the biggest thing to walk uh, to walk away from it's like let them know right like yeah. let them know where you stand and it, it make sure you let them know or, or they know where you stand as well right? one thing that i can say proudly is that I, I i played all my cards you know what i mean like there's nothing different i could have fucking done yeah maybe i could have shut up about my fucking uh uh problems with my ex I'm, I'm thinking that maybe that might have played a role but to be honest i i, I live i lead an open book Le- fucking, well take it as a learning experience right well i don't think i'm going to change that's that's the that's well, the thing i i think it's more about now trying to find someone that'll connect on my level you know right what I mean? not me changing to try to connect someone on theirs well i'm not i'm not saying that you should change i'm just saying maybe maybe your tact is your tact needs work like i mean uh, from what I heard, I mean, no offense to you or anything, but it came on a little because it was like you were you were basically no, that's, you, that's you, true. You were playing like card after card, right? I should have stopped. Yeah, well, it, it's like I mean, to poor analogy, but like when you're fishing, right? You just don't want to <laughs> yank the fucking wire, right? You want to lead them on bit by bit. What you were doing was like five hard yanks, <laughs> ripped off the lip, fish got away. <laughs> A little bit less than a lip, then. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was my fucking shitty holidays, man. And like I said, like I can go on and on about too about the, the way my relationship is with my ex and and my son. Like uh, as scary and as was a, a dark point uh, as it was when she called. Like, uh, and I'll give her credit where she actually called me. Like, just she could have went on. Could have been the police to call you. She, yeah. Exactly. Or she she could have yeah. went fucking four days without saying a bloody fucking word to me. And all the while fucking uh child services is taking kingston away you know what mm. i mean so well, you know it's it's i mean uh you don't know someone until you've seen them at the worst right exactly so, yeah so like i said kingston's ultimately safe he always will be uh, a lot of people say i should like i said i've gotten into many fights with my parents well, i mean like i said there's no right or wrong answer mm. right and the thing is you have to decide ultimately i mean that's part of being a parent essentially but yeah. uh so that was my holidays man like literally they were the worst fucking holidays i have ever experienced but I think some fucking positive came out of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, today I released a blog. Yeah. So so up next is you're gonna do go on the four hour body or the modified Totsky version of it. Yeah. No, I mean right yeah, on. Yeah. It's funny because like I didn't just everyone's right. Like, well, I've been harping on you for a bit oh, yeah, about you, it too. Uh, and well, and I didn't really say it in my blogs. I didn't think you might want me to, but I'll say it on the podcast because I can edit it out. Like since you've been on the fucking four hour body, man, it's totally apparent how much weight you've lost. Like it's it's been yeah, that's what I've been told. I don't feel that much different, but I've, I'm really fucking energetic. Mm. Like I'm getting shit fucking done, yeah. so that's good. Um, so definitely down. It's it's something like I said. My motivator is first and foremost Kingston. Like I find myself really having a hard time keeping up with him lately. Yep, and uh, I really want to be healthy for him. Right, like I don't want to. At 50 years old, right when he's just getting to be the no, yeah, that's that really important. I mean, uh, uh, like I was, uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, so my holidays I got to spend with my family, right? Like, yeah, that's uh, going to you, man. Really like, fun. Going- I mean, I'm not gonna go into too many details just because you know how I am about my personal life or whatever. But there was 
awesome food for an entire week. Basically, I went off the diet for a week for it. But like, it was crazy because like there was little to no change in my weight <laughs> that entire week. So yeah. I've come back and I'm pretty much the same. So yeah, but uh, no, it was awesome. There's a lot of homemade food and uh, awesome food and awesome hangouts. And uh, yeah, my New Year's was awesome. <laughs> what did you, you do New Year's? Huh? I was in bed by like 11. Uh, I stayed up until midnight, but uh, you know, spent it with family. Had the dinner and stuff. I didn't go too crazy. I went a no, little no parties. I, I, I drank the night before. We went. We saw the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I really, I really pushed it because I'm like, because it, it was a, it was officially my second to last cheat day. So I just like went all out with the food and everything. And it was so funny because I wake up the next day, I'm like, how am I lighter? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was because I was dehydrated because I drank so much beer and all yeah. that stuff, right? But. Yeah, no, no, that's good, man. The, no, that's uh, been going pretty good. So, um, but yeah, no, no, uh, New Year's are good. Uh, getting everything raring to go for uh, 2012. I'm, I, I felt like I needed to do more work before the New Year, and I'm gonna find out this year. Actually, today I kind of wasted a day. I need to keep editing uh, dinner at my place. I, I've got to at least get to a rough cut where I can get the ADR from uh, the main actors, yep. and then after I've got the ADR, then I've got to find. find When's work the next Sunday. Metro? Uh, submission is the 20th. So when's the show? I believe that following friday okay so if the 20th is a the 20th is a friday so it would be the following that i believe the 27th okay or, or 26th or 27th but yeah oh excellent yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one so that would probably be dinner at my place and uh, then after that or, or during that time period once we've submitted it i'm gonna start working on uh, sludge so yeah there's all that and uh there's um uh oh uh Thanks for everyone for watching uh, the Nighthawks on was the Arts Film Who was the winner? Actually, uh, January the 3rd, they're going to announce the winners. Oh. So that is tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. at 9 p.m. Apparently, it's going to be loud. Hopefully, everyone checked it out, man. It's definitely yeah, a good um, flick. Uh, yeah, um, you still have it open? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave, leave it open, it open now. now? Um, the, uh, yeah, and I still, ha- I still have to hear from some film festivals for it. So we'll see where that goes. Um, unfortunately, Playing With Toys didn't win anything for the uh, Damn it. Short Shorts Film Festival. I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there might be some news on playing with toys a little bit later, probably around February. So we'll see about yeah. that. Well, let's let's go into our 2012. Like we've oh, photo podcast. Yes, yeah, you mentioned him. Yeah, so. yeah. No, and uh, I also want to plug um, this uh, very very talented singer. Actually, I wish I had known her. Uh, well, uh, when I was still in production for uh, Nighthawks, Nighthawks, because her music suits is it. exactly oh, it suits it so perfectly, right? And I mean, uh, we've I've been in talks with her, and I'm you want to talk depression, folks? <laughs> sad core, yeah, sad core, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, the very talented and beautiful uh, Nicole Simone, or as her band or her stage name is uh, Late July. Uh, her uh, Twitter handle is Miss Late July on uh, on Twitter, uh, and, sh- and I believe she's also on Facebook. Her uh, Late July, uh, on, Late Facebook, July yeah. on Facebook and such. Very talented. Her uh, uh, album the album that I downloaded is called Hospital Quiet. Uh, very good album. It's uh, actually uh, two of her songs were featured at the um, uh, Interplay Film Festival. Yes, um, and they went over the, really well. well. What's left and uh, Sideswept, I believe. Yeah, very very good music. And she's working right now on her um, on her third album, and she's doing an Indiegogo page the same way uh, the people that touch your food did one. Yeah, uh, and Andrea she's entry. Yeah, yeah, and uh, exactly Andrea entry, which I'm also looking forward to. Um, but uh, yeah, her Indiegogo, I think it's Indiegogo.com slash late, uh, late July. And uh, you guys can contribute there. Um, really a lot of a lot of incentives for those that contribute. And don't even have to contribute a lot either. She's very talented. I'm looking forward she to is. the album. I'm actually looking, for, uh, looking forward to into putting music in a next, uh, my next kind of like 
major project that I'm going to be working on this year because I think it would suit it really well. And uh, yeah, no, very talented artist. Um, very funny too. If you follow her on Twitter, she, her posts are hilarious. So um, so yeah, if you guys have, I mean, uh, this is kind of like if I can call a favor for 2012 from everyone, anyone in the YMM community. I mean, if anyone just donates, maybe like. You know, even like five, ten dollars, even ten dollars. I think the te- the minimum is ten dollars. If you donate ten dollars, you're already exclusive back. Uh, you can see all the video podcasts that she's doing on the on on uh, on the album and all that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, the more you contribute, the better it is because you can. I mean, essentially, um, if you contribute, I think it's like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars. You're buying the album. So yeah. you're automatically in the, getting the album plus the perks plus you you know that you contributed to someone you know, making a new record yeah yeah but uh, a yeah. great indie artist making a, a Canadian indie, record. indie artist yep. right and I mean she I mean we've featured her here in uh, Forming Murray and yep. uh, hopefully we can get the name out there I know uh, I mean the whole reason I've even listened to her is actually uh, due to my friend Ryan uh, Ryan uh, he listened to her first and then he he said you might like this music and he sent me a link to it and I was hooked right away I was like this is she's very very talented so no it's excellent stuff I've listened like I said. I listen to her IFF stuff. I've listened to her. I follow her on Twitter. I listen to whatever link she posts. There's good stuff. Yeah, and so. like I said, I mean, p- part of what we're trying to do with uh, with uh, the YMM podcast is essentially just a t- more independent artists just trying well, to get their names. One out of there, the so. mandates that we've always set out is to prove that indie isn't something shitty. You oh know? no, I mean, it's indie, very very good. Indie too. can indie indie stuff that's independently made can can rival anything that Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, comes I mean, out. honestly, uh, you listen you listen to her stuff. I'm I'm actually I mean I'm not trying to uh, kiss ass or anything, but like I'm surprised she hasn't signed on to anyone because i've no, I, I know artists that i don't consider that talented that are famous well yeah and like, she, her sound is like very unique and very very good so it's all about but giving, maybe it's, it's all about giving someone it's, well, it's all about giving someone that one chance you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. she had has she had the chance to well i mean she's working for her right so she's you know yeah. it's not as if you know she's just asking for money you're getting something in return yeah. and it's very good contribution towards uh i mean the, the donation the donation amounts they're very relative to what you would get in return right so the uh so definitely check her out indiegogo.com slash late july late july yeah uh, you'll see the links on our facebook site uh, facebook.com slash my podcast you'll see uh, all of her stuff on there miss late july on twitter or or you could also follow her dog at charlie speaks uh at charlie speaks on twitter as well yes like i said she's really funny her dog has a twitter handle and she converses with it it's kind of funny creepy huh? <laughs> creepy oh, oh after your big rant you're calling this creepy <laughs> <laughs> the um no she's I'll, I'll actually follow her dog so i want to check this out it's pretty that's funny quite interesting what else we got planned for 2012 do you know anything we can release publicly just yet uh i don't I know i think everyone knows that the iff is coming again 2012 yes and uh we're hoping to move along it really really soon um we'll see about uh getting sponsorship for it and all that so yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna have those details you're hopefully gonna see uh some us, march events coming Todsky's up um, all over edmonton yep. and calgary tvs <laughs> yep yeah and radio the um yeah, we got some other stuff planned too. The uh, that we can't quite release just yet, but let's just say as fun as 2011 was. Well, I mean, the the big thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, for February is we're going to try to do another one of these read book uh, book reads or whatever. More radio plays. Yeah, so uh, that'll be. There's some stuff planned for March. I mean, we're kind of hitting the ground running, and there's always the YMM or the YMM, the fucking hyperphotonic media shorts that we're. Oh fuck! Uh, there's going to be more shorts. Yeah. There's going to be, and at the very bare minimum. Every two weeks, you're going to hear me and Tito talk just like this. But either way, what do you think? Uh, 2012, how much, man. How much oh, time we got? We got of, well, we got an hour and a half. Okay. Cool. But what do you think? What do you, what's your outlook for 2012, Tito? 
2012 is I'm going to work on uh, more shorts. One major. I'm going to work on one major project uh, for myself this year. Well, colla- well, obviously collaborate with other more talented people, <laughs> but uh, work on one major project that I'm going to try to finish this year and have ready for next year to for the festival circuits again. Continue with the shorts and uh, produce more. Actually, actually help help other filmmakers and uh, uh, other creative people. Uh, do their thing yeah. and uh, help them as best I can because I mean even with the Indiegogo thing I mean um, people that touch your food I mean I, I basically helped in terms of like being there uh, being there one day on the set but I did provide the equipment and I did help fund them and uh, it felt good it felt good like to to help but help, not, because because my schedule is so hectic and I can't always be there for yeah. when I need to be or to help out with my friends it's good to know that I can help in other ways yeah. so um, yeah no and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, people touch your food will go for a second season no I'm hoping so too so, but that's all on them, right? People so, touch and your I'm food really too, looking forward to rear entry. entry. Yeah. yeah. And there's some good stuff coming up, man. I think 2012 is going to be a fucking great year. Like, as much as 2011 was great, uh, I did have some dark points for me. And uh, why my podcast was always there to bring me out of them. So. Yeah, I mean, the important thing is just uh, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, don't, don't expect things to happen. Do them, right? So. Exactly. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what we've always said, right? Just, what was it? Money to your, put your money where your mouth is. Yep. For YMM Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. (laughs) See you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Fuck. (laughs)